desktop. Beast Wars. Me Grimlock. No, it doesn't quite fit. Me Grimlock not in gay porn. Me Grimlock straight. You don't have to be gay to star in gay porn. Me Grimlock gay for pay. <laughs> Me Grimlock no gay, but 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Too much energy. Man, these things look like toys. I don't even have a mouth, Megatron. <laughs> I am transformed. Sigma balls, Gary. Maximal, Maximal. Does that mean transform? Crying is better than nothing. Much like this podcast. Chronophasic listeners, welcome to episode 104 of Too Much Energy on the podcast where we comb through, or nope, blah, blah, I'm starting over. The comb cast where we laser <laughs> through pods and we talk beast about energon yeah <laughs> no you know what fuck it let's just roll with it uh this is too much energon the podcast where we talk about beast war shit and talk shit about beast wars coming to you live from a mysterious floating mountain somewhere hidden on planet energon i am christopher siege one of your hosts and i'm jacked cheetor neo cal your other host been hitting uh cheetor has been hitting the gym in this uh what we're going to be talking about today hitting the gym and taking energon supplements Yeehaw! Uh, how we doing, Supplements. Cal? Supplements, yeah. How we doing, Cal? How are things? Oh, pr- pretty, 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 pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty um, good. Yeah, I'm gonna start uh, streaming weekly soon. Nice. As part of a uh, a certain certain thing, certain certain uh, RPG. Oh. Twitch channel. You may or may not know as Dork Tales. I was gonna ask. I was like, is it a Dork Tales thing? It is, it is. Yeah, Dragonlance specifically. Dragonlance. What is Dragonlance? Dragonlance is a ye old um fantasy kind of Hallmark fantasy book series. And um Hallmark is in the uh the the, the card company? Yes. <laughs> yeah uh, it, it started with dungeons and dragons and hallmark cards yeah yeah hallmark christmas cards uh meets D. and it's a fantasy series that kind of epitomized kind of like there's a dwarf in the party and there's like a halfling and the half elf is the leader and there's an evil wizard and there's a snake in my boot there's a snake in my boot and there's a <laughs> dragon on my kern <laughs> and there's this monkey on my back yeah no no monkey but we do have a monkey in today's episode of uh too much energon before we get to that though i got something i want to uh i want to talk about on camera Uh uh-oh and show on camera and is it cheetor's girthy smell on camera (laughs) yeah why not yeah beast wars oh monopoly Uh beast wars Ooh, it's embossed embossed it's embigbossed it's a big bust. 
Yep, this is the uh, uh, Hasbro Beast Wars Monopoly game. This just came out this year, uh, amazingly enough. And the artwork is very reminiscent of the... It's the same artwork as, uh, like, the toys from, like, 1996. Or the um, the mutating card game that we played last year for the, uh, the, the Too Much Energy on Holiday special. Which I am here to announce, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, coming up in the month of December, in a couple of weeks here... The holiday spe 2022 Too Much Energon holiday special. We're going to be playing another game. We're going to be playing that Monopoly game that's live right. on camera. Yeah, that's right. The deceptive bucks are real, folks. <laughs> um, what are the locations? Is it like on Cybertron? Or is no, it like it, around the galaxy? It's Planet Energon. Oh, it's, it's Planet Energon specifically. Yeah, the um, uh, I opened it up and had a look at the board, and it's things like um, <clears throat> like the rail, like the what is not on the on normal Monopoly board are railroads, are the Axelon, the Dark Side, the Ark, the Nemesis, um, the Alien Biodome is like one of the pieces, uh, the the floating floating mountain, the Flying Island. Right. It's all stuff from the show, and like the. Uh, like the game piece, there's a golden disc game piece. There's uh, you collect stasis pods and energon cubes and energon crystals. Okay, okay, I dig it. I dig it. And uh, all the uh, all the game pieces are season one iterations of the characters, and you get you get two. So you get the you get the robot version and the the beast uh, their beast mode version. Is there transforming? I guess uh, no. We'll find out. Oh. <clears throat> Uh, not that I've seen, but I, I, I cracked it open the other night, and uh, I started, I started feeling like just looking at some of the pieces and like looking at the little stasis pods and looking at the game board. I started getting like filled with just such like utter like excitement that I'm like, nope, I gotta put this back in the box and I'm gonna I'm gonna save it for on camera because right. like, this shit's hype. <laughs> Wouldn't it? what i'm trying i today's one of those days folks we're just jumbling everything wouldn't yeah it we, we, we both as... kind of <laughs> we, we both kind of had uh troubles uh kind of getting getting started today yeah it's uh wouldn't it would it not have been hype if that shit had come out in 1997 <laughs> right yeah I, it, and it's weird like now all of a sudden yeah and I mean, I haven't gone into ye old Google and like looked like maybe there could have been like a 2000 or 1999 version. But the thing is, I don't think there they is. didn't churn things out like that. Like board games back then were a bigger investment. And if it didn't readily pay off, things like that didn't like really pop up. Um, we take for granted now how many board games there are. Yeah, there's European and um, like Asian, North American like styles and tons of companies of like board games and card games and all of it. But like, I swear, when we were kids, it was like, sorry, Monopoly, <laughs> the game of life, the game of life, which was just like shoots and ladders with some extra rules. <laughs> right i i i i enjoyed the game of life um, when i was a kid yeah the game of life um sorry uh mouse trap hungry right. hungry hippos hungry hungry hippos right 
and it was like limited and if it didn't make like a lot of money and it wasn't geared towards kids or family it wasn't being made but now with mass production yeah like churning every single um monopoly out that they can even think of right and indeed we got beast wars monopoly and in, indeed it took this long but we got beast wars monopoly right you met it, it, it's a little too obscure but could you imagine if they made reboot monopoly i would buy that i'd buy it too yeah i'd buy that i'd buy that Rebo for a dollar. rebootopoly yeah there's a vancouver islandopoly there's a there's a victoria monopoly disgusting oh one of the um railroads should be darth fiddler <laughs> right the an, an iconic part of victoria what are the um uh the first two like game pieces on uh, uh on the board right after go the the purple ones the ones that are like super cheap whatever they are um one of oh, those there's two one of them should be pandora avenue pandora avenue and the other one should be i don't know johnson street pandora avenue johnson street and then uh the next ones up from that would be like market square chinatown yeah, <laughs> yeah market government square street. chinatown government yeah uh, and then the very... boardwalk boardwalk is just oak bay boardwalk is like oak bay um park place would be like like james bay yeah all the places we will never live yep well uh, james bay no james bay is like the orange territories <laughs> yeah like you you can there's apartments there but anyways well i can't even afford to live anywhere in victoria right now no anywhere in the country perhaps can barely afford to live where i do now have you even tried living in a van <laughs> do you know how much money i'm saving by living in a dumpster <laughs> i mean i don't have a job but think of the money i'm saving <laughs> I can piggyback off of this nightclub's Wi-Fi signal. I know. It's hilarious, like, seeing, like, homeless people using a, a phone. And I'm like, well, good. You stay connected. Yeah. Because, like, other than a lot of people, when they're, like, done with their phone, right? Like, could be, like, a five-year-old phone or whatever, right? They just, like, toss it or give it, like, away I or whatever. I sell mine. Or sell it, Yeah. Um, and it always, that always was like perplexing to me, but then I was like, well, if they basically got it for free or for like a hundo bucks and I can connect them to like people they know in their world, right? Like connect them to the outside world or whatever, like other than the fact you got to like defend it, it's and charge it. There's the maintenance on it is like barely anything. Keep it on you, you know, charge it at McDonald's. Yeah. Good to go. Yeah, good to go. Well, I guess you... What a time get, to be alive. I guess you got to maintain a... Um, uh, you got to maintain a data plan. Unless you're just, like, connected to Wi-Fi. Yeah. All the time. Connected McDonald's Wi-Fi, man. It's basically an iPod Touch at that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, this is uh, episode 104 of Too Much Energon. And uh, this week, we are talking about Beast Wars The Gathering. Issue three, which uh, came out in 2006. I don't have the Wikipedia article in front of me, so I don't know the exact uh, <clears throat> the exact date, but whatever, it doesn't matter. 
So in this issue, we start off with um, actually seeing some of our favorite Maximals. Right the at the time. gate. And I'm right like, at- oh boy, here we go. Things are going to happen. Right? So we got, uh, uh, we got uh, Big Time Gary himself, Optimal Optimus. In his, <laughs> Big Time uh, Gary. In his, optimal, in his optimally optimal form. Yeah, and um, the, we got we got some critters. We got some critters that are chronally shifted, yeah. um, gazing upon his mighty his mighty girth, and and, uh, um, and talking uh, she, about why they're invisible. And, and Cheetor, um, I'll bring this up now. So one of the um, one of the variant covers, and it, it's going to be the show art for the the episode. Um, and if you're watching the video version, it's the artwork like right behind me. So, uh, one of the variant covers features uh, a very, very jacked Cheetor with uh, a, using his tail weapon uh, pointing yeah, tail. upward right. like a uh, mighty phallus. Yeah, um, <laughs> Siege was laughing his ass and he's like, holy cow, did you see the jacked Cheetor? And I'm like, jacked Cheetor, did you see his giant fucking met- transmetal dick? <laughs> Yeah, and it didn't. I didn't even notice at first. I was just like, "Holy shit, he's got some fucking muscles on him!" Like, look at those pecs and look at those biceps. Holy hell, sexy Cheetor here. Yeah, sexy <laughs> Cheetor and just Rhinox like giving him some weird stare down in the background. And, and Rhinox is kind of like hunched forward, so like I imagine he's like hunched forward, like jerking it. Cheetor, what have you, what have you done? <laughs> whatever it is, keep, whatever it is, Cheetor, keep doing it. Keep doing it. All right. I'm almost there. Keep, keep going. <laughs> I don't remember your tail being that long, but yeehaw. <laughs> but I ain't complaining, boy. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I made the joke that um, <laughs> there must have been a gay porn, like, pre, I'm sure there's a story for gay porn, right? even probably lasts even less than there is for like straight porn not the ones i watch <laughs> no you turn it on and it you know says the production company and then boom it's just back like mountain right uh, some of them like even just start like coming in hot like with the action like already going already penetrating <laughs> yeah come on i need some romance in my <laughs> Oh, where's the hey. mystery? Where's the intrigue? I anyway. don't. I don't employ performers. I employ actors. I employ thespians, thespians and lesbians and lesbian thespians even. <laughs> See, here's the director. It's like fucking clone Cheetor. <laughs> I didn't make it in Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a dino clone. Dino clone, yeah. Raptor no, clone. no, no, see here, fop doodles. Whip out that fop doodle and fluff it for me. <laughs> You're of no use to me on the scene, on the set, unless you can deliver me the powerful, <laughs> powerful acting that I need. The, 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 the deep and... The powerful and deep and penetrative performances required of such a role. Put it in his butt. 
I I went I went to three semesters of film school for this, damn it. And I passed two of them. <laughs> <laughs> this is a serious production. Just like laser comb production. <laughs> Just like our podcasts. Serious productions here. Yeah. Okay, so we so we got uh, uh, big time Gary and sexy Cheetor and Trucker Rhinox, and we got uh, Razor Beast and and uh, the Razor Beast and the Highlanders uh, hanging out. But in, they're uh, invisible, sort of. They're Ooh. in chronal phase. And, Except uh, that optimal is like, I sense something. Do you feel it? And everyone's and, like, you're crazy. And you're uh, just imagining things. I'm like, you think he's crazy now? Wait until Beast Machines. <laughs> and Rhinox is like, yeah, I feel it too, man. Uh, just, I think it was just a couple too many beers, you know? Been... Uh, I miss Scorponok and Pterosaur just as much as the next guy, but pour one out for them. Move on. Yeah, he's like, uh, he's like, listen here, Gary, you've been, uh, you've been going through a lot of changes now, and, uh, I know some of it might be scary, and, um, you know, you're starting to feel things for girls, but, uh, well, that's... And you got two sparks in your chest, and, uh, that... you're full of hormones and vitamin soup. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, uh, uh, it's, you're gonna calm down eventually there, good buddy, just, uh... You know, I know you went through this big growth spurt, but just uh, just hang in there, okay? We'll, we'll buy you some clothes that fit. <laughs> I'll even give you your first beer. <laughs> Cheetor is standing there, juicing up on fucking... He, oh, he found... Um, there was a little bit of uh, Pterosaurus, Energon, um, Energon Mountain. Yeah, he's like... Uh... He's like shooting up like uh like liquid energon. Yeah, straight into the butt cheek. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, whatever it is you inject supplements. <laughs> supplements, yes. It's your thigh, right? Yeah. Maximal growth hormone. Yeah, maximal growth hormone. Oh <laughs> uh, anyway. Cheetor, max <laughs> your background is like Cheetor, maximize. <laughs> I don't know how we didn't make that joke until now. Anyways, um, they're they're razor uh, thirty to 40, thirty to fifty uh, razor beasts are uh, infiltrating um, the maximal base. And if you recall, in this part of the timeline, they're in this is when mountain. they had to abandon, yeah, the Exelon. So it kind of we get an idea of exactly when in the show this is taking place. This is like early in season three, so like. Optimal had just, opt, uh, Gary had just become Optimal Optimus. Uh, Cheetor was still in his transmetal form, and so was Megatron. So this is like very, like, right at the beginning of season three of Beast Wars. And, um, got hair, hip, hip. And, um, Ravage just, like, like, kamikazed his, um, his bird of prey into, like the Axelon, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Decepticons forever. <laughs> Decepticons rule. Maximals drool. So uh, 30 to 50 uh, feral razor beasts uh, walk into Arc Mountain in uh, coronal phase. See, and... that would never have happened. 
if uh, the Maximals had AR-15s. <laughs> Well, and people, apparently, people listening are like what the fuck are these two even talking about or they if know you, exactly <laughs> or they know exactly if you want to find out you can listen to the preamble for this episode on patreon.com slash lasercomb uh so when they get into arc mountain something really fucking stupid happens here so they're in chronal phase and apparently that allows them to walk on lava so i was like is this just the hardened part of the lava that it showed on the show but it's at a weird angle because i was like are they they walking on lava they, they, they're straight up walking on lava here. I'm walking on lava. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, they're walking on lava, and I guess um, that's what you can do when you're chronal phasing. Or Yeah, that makes no sense. And here's something that surprised me. Um, <clears throat> they interact with the arc. Like, they yeah. hack into the, the arc, and I'm like, they can affect the world? What? Yeah, well, I mean, we've seen them use technology and I assumed before. it was like chronally shifted to their frequency. Oh, but then yeah, later yeah. on, when they jump Megatron, they can interact with them. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh, huh. <laughs> Big gulps, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and the next thought that I have is so they're like, uh, oh, shouldn't we, uh, uh, shouldn't we just take this shit from like the maximal ship? And Razor Beast is like, is like, uh, yo, man, we gotta, uh, they, they don't have what we need. We gotta go into the Ark and uh, take from there. And I'm like, okay, so you're gonna steal technology and by and potentially change the future, like fuck up the timeline even further by taking technology from the Ark. This seems kind of... I never uh, even caught that. This seems kind of irresponsible to me. You're right. They don't want to take from the Axelon because they're afraid of messing with the timeline. So they're taking it from the Ark, which is even more important. Yep. <laughs> uh, hmm. Good catch. Yeah, so they, they're like, they... well, just rip, rip that fucker out. Yeah, there we go. They won't be missing this. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they just pull some mysterious thing that'll send a message to... Cybertron? Yeah, that's what they're yeah. after. Yeah, yeah. But they have to make it short. Because it's, it can only like blah 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 like two like five nano clicks or something like that. Oh. In past issues they say clicks, but they've also said minutes and seconds. And they I'm do like, that in the show too. Yeah, and it's like cycle also cycles on top of that. Cycles, yeah, and it's like they got a lot of different words for time. That was how one many of our early conversations back in how many saturday time. afternoons could there possibly be <laughs> if possible <laughs> i'd like to get this mad science project done by sunday afternoon <laughs> it only takes one day damn it one whole uh, mega cycle that, that's actually one of the things i think they didn't say i don't think mega cycle is a thing this nano click there's nano cycles. There's, there's clicks. Uh, there's cycles. Well, in the show, there's uh, like there's mega cycles. There's uh, there stellar cycles. cycles. There's deca cycles. Right. I think in the comic, at one point, they say deca cycle. Micro cycles. <laughs> that sounds like a like a tiny like little little transformers uh, brand. <laughs> like a minicon. Yeah. Or the uh, President's Choice Minicon. Right. Microcycles. 
So uh, uh, Magmatron's cronies are out uh, flying around, exploring, looking for uh, the Maximals, I think. I yeah, they're, they, 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 they're, they're just like wandering out and about and they get attacked by uh, the mutants. The mutants. It took me a while to realize what was even happening. And they're like, huh, there's nothing like hunting. And one of them, they're all forgettable. I don't care. One's Transkeeto, one's, they're a bunch of insects and flying shit. Uh, one's insect. The ones that I recognize are the ones that I had as toys as a kid. So I recognize Insecticon. I recognize Buzzsaw here. Oh, right. Buzzsaw's in there. Yeah. Yeah. And um, big old crocodile comes out of the swamp and like oh, eats one. Big old crocodile. <laughs> and they're like, oh, who is hunting who? And, and then like initially following initial a white owl, right? Yeah. And so I see this white owl and then I'm like, what? So this white owl tur turns into polar claw. And then he's like, the mutants. This is not the place for Predacons or Maximals. It's the domain of the mutant. And I'm like, oh, right. That's that like failed like subline of Beast Wars toys that they I think they only released like four figures of where they transform from beast One to beast. One animal changed to another animal instead of to a robot. Yeah huh yeah i was confused i thought i was gonna ask you it's like am i wrong here or is an owl about the size of a football <laughs> changing into the biggest like land mammal like uh carnivore like on the planet <laughs> uh one of the most uh dangerous killers in the animal kingdom according to uh producer john peters <laughs> <laughs> i liked um so uh the little little bit of a, a tangent but in, uh Kevin Smith talked about this in his uh an evening with Kevin Smith DVD his experience writing a, a script for uh uh Superman a Superman movie for producer John Peters and John Peters was like obsessed with having a giant spider and polar bears and he wanted polar bears up at the uh north pole and have like Superman wrestling polar bears and he's uh his idea was that uh because Polar bears are one of the most uh, uh, dangerous killers in the animal kingdom. So that movie never got made, but <laughs> a movie that did come out a year later was Wild Wild West, which was produced by John Peters, which had a giant spider at the end. Technically, and, yes. And um, Man of Steel, the Superman movie that did finally end up coming to, to be in 2013, which was also produced by John Peters. There is a shot, an establishing shot, when uh, uh, Clark first goes to the North Pole, where we see polar bears. Son of a bitch, he did it. I'm like, I'm like that. I'm like that. That is a calculated choice right there. The fact that you're just like just focusing on these pol the like these couple of polar bears. And the camera like hangs on them for like a few seconds. It's to really drive home that he's in the North Pole. Yeah. South Pole? North Pole. The North Pole, yeah. South Pole is penguins, right? I think penguins are in the North Pole too. Yeah, but I think there's nothing much in the South Pole except are there? Well, well the South Hold Pole is beer. the South Pole is Antarctica and the North Pole is basically just like massive chunks of ice. Yeah, the, the no, well, Antarctica is, um, I know it doesn't have like a lot of life, whereas the, the Arctic has like tons, right? Like it connects to tons of land masses that freeze over, right? Like it's connected to Canada, Russia, Greenland, through different little islands and, and stuff like that, right? 
I think I think there's a, a wildlife uh, in Antarctica. I don't think there's a lot. Let me. Are there bears? I sound so stupid. I swear there's not. On, um, and are. Uh, yep. Do polar bears live in the Arctic but not Antarctica? Uh, you'll find penguins, seals, wells, and all kinds of seabirds, but no bears. In Antarctica? Yeah, there's like penguins, seals, birds. Yeah, it's, that's about what I figured. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty pretty desolate in terms of life compared to the Arctic. Well, I mean, that's probably a good thing because when... Uh, it, uh, when they find uh, uh, the 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 thing monster frozen in the ice and decide to thaw it out, like that's just that's less things for it to uh, assume the form of. Yeah, and the more that the ice caps melt, the more of Atlantis will be revealed oh. somewhere down there. Ooh, part of the laser comb dimension universe. <laughs> no, no, no. We all know that uh, Atlantis is. Uh, situated under the ocean on a planet in the Pegasus galaxy. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, crazy it flew, to even think that. It flew away millions yeah, of years ago. it didn't ago. sink. It just flew away. Yeah, they, they, they activated the star drive and flew to the Pegasus galaxy to uh, escape the... Uh, uh, to, to escape the Ori. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> Have you, can you tell we've watched some Stargate here and laser uh, diff, different podcast, but we, uh, we, 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 we've watched a Stargate or three. <laughs> I, I've watched many a Stargate. All the Stargates, perhaps even. I've actually been going through uh, SG-1 again lately. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Show's still a lot of fun. Yeah, so an owl becomes a bear. <laughs> and my whole point was that uh, how... How big are polar bears? Four hundred and four hundred and fifty kilograms. I mean, I knew it was the biggest bear, but Jesus oh, it's, Christ! It's like it's like a thousand pounds. Yeah, there's seven hundred and seventy-ish to about fifteen hundred-ish pounds. Wow. Uh, so, uh, so maybe. This- so maybe they could stand a chance this... wrestling Superman. If anybody does, <laughs> it's polar bears. No wonder he would train the world, the deadliest prey. Um, maybe so, John yeah, this, Peters uh, was up, was onto something with his okay. whole uh, his whole fighting polar How bears thing. How much does an Arctic owl weigh? This is some legitimate journalism right here. Barn owls about snowy owls about two kilograms. Okay, so it's close, you know, but not quite. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It'd be like like throwing a cat at someone and it turning into like a fucking house, (laughs) or Or like Jack Cheetor, or like a mouse like transforming into a person. Yeah, or like Megatron transforming into a gun. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> i always wonder does he weigh the same like is he still like two tons <laughs> can't be right and starscream is like it it's a good thing i fire him with my fapping arm <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you 
It's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing I uh, shoot Lord Megatron with my fapping arm. Lord Megatron. Please let me fire you just once. Uh, fuck. So, yeah, that's the thing. I was going to make a joke about, like, the size difference between the two, but that's always been a thing in Transformers. Yeah. Yeah. Soundwave is, like, the biggest, one of the biggest fucking Transformers in the Decepticons. And dude can sh- change into a human-sized... Ju- um, uh, 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 brain, um, box that plays music. <laughs> oh, a uh, cassette deck. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, if he can transform and disguise himself amongst the humans, then um, I'm fine with the snowy owl transforming into. Uh, yeah, there's there's literally like uh, uh, an episode of G1 where Soundwave goes into cassette deck mode and like Spike, like a teenager, Spike picks him up because he's like the oh, side. Yeah. Yeah, he his mass has shifted like so small that he is small enough that like a teenage human can pick him up, and then the <laughs> the weight, yeah, the the mass actually shifts. Yeah, which makes you wonder: could you like quickly like trap Soundwave in a safe when he's in his like deck player mode and like lock the safe, and he wouldn't be able to transform? Because there's not enough room. Or he tries to transform and ends up like crushing himself to death. Or crushing. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I'm just wondering how the science of their mass works. But that's like Star Trek shit. Don't ask questions. Just beat me up, Scotty. <laughs> well, Star Trek does try to answer it the does. questions. It's just. Um, the it science can... to how they do it is less important um, than. Sorry, um, the science to how the machines work is less important than the science of how it works. Yeah, yeah. They they give you like pseudo, like sciencey sounding explanations for things. Yeah. Just don't explain how the machinery actually works. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, whatever the problem is, we will uh, recalibrate, recalibrate the deflector dish. Uh, and indeed, um, they recalibrate the deflector dish in in beast wars the gathering because um magmatron and the boys got a secret plan yeah they uh magmatron and uh magmatron and company find a uh downed stasis pod and he's like hmm, yes excellent <laughs> put put a put ravages spark in there and they're like boss just shove a- it in <laughs> But they're like, boss, is this is this a good idea? And he's like, why, yes, why wouldn't it be? And, and they're, they're like, like well, is this even ethical? And it's like, I've, com- I've done one war crime. What's two more? <laughs> I mean, the, the dude calls himself Tri-Predicus Agent. How do we know he's going to be on our side? Bro, just trust me, okay? <laughs> Source, trust me, bro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and uh, so they do, and Ravage pops out. Yeah, Ravage uh pops out and And i'm like uh, what happened to the spark is the other dude just dead yeah i guess yeah (laughs) just uh, chuck that soul back to the the big uh big scoop it out and uh dust shine it off and uh throw it throw long 
good job, little buddy. You died before you were born or something. Yeehaw. And then Rhinox shows up and he's like, wait, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> wait. <laughs> Abortion's illegal, damn it. I mean, <laughs> is that what's going on here? <laughs> Rhinox is like, stop right there, criminal scum. <laughs> Cheetor, what have you done? <laughs> wait, you're not Cheetor. You're also not Pterosaur. <laughs> You're the Loch Ness Monster. I knew it. <laughs> I knew you was real. I knew you was real. <laughs> Just like Bigfoot. <laughs> is, is he around here? Oh, that's him over there. Why the fuck is he turning into an owl? <laughs> Holy shit. It's the Mothman. <laughs> Where's uh, what the are Jersey other... Devil? Is he here? There, there we go. I was like, what are some other American fucking cryptids we got? Jersey Devil. <laughs> oh. uh, Swamp Ape. What about uh, what about Chupacabra? <laughs> Chupacabra, I swear. Chupa thingy, how about that? It's just that little it's just razor beast running by in Cronulf. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that um, Rhinox is like a conservative, like <laughs> beer drinking, like tro pruck rally, like conspiracy theorist is isn't even that far fetched if you've watched Beast Machines. <laughs> I do my own research. <laughs> Ratchet, bring the camera. Will it work? I don't know. <laughs> Jerry rigging this fucker together. You guys ask a lot out of me. <laughs> Damn it, man, you forgot to bring the film. This is my one chance of making millions and proving proving everyone that that I wasn't crazy. Maybe my <laughs> wife will come back to me. <laughs> oh, he just turned into a sad boomer. <laughs> <coughs> Can you tell there's we're not too enthralled by the uh, the comic story here? No. Bada bing, bada boom, Ravage is back. No big fucking deal. <laughs> and for, for some reason, they decide to make Ravage in charge. Uh, yep. <clears throat> and they listen to him. And one of them is all like, oh, like, this is what I signed up for. And I'm like, you didn't sign up. You were just activated. Yeah. Like five right. minutes ago. <laughs> well, I think that was Insecticon or someone. Uh, yeah, or like Transketo or something. Doesn't matter. They're that all kind doesn't of, matter. They're, they have no personalities to them. So they're they're all kind of interchangeable. They're they're all just like ah, kill, and then one of them gets eaten by a crocodile. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the the resolution to that is that they're like, this is a <laughs> this is our swamp. Leave <laughs> us alone. And uh, they're like, okay, we didn't find any maximals here. Bye. And I'm like, so that that didn't impact the impact the plot whatsoever. And then why uh, fucking show it to us? And Owl Bear is just like, yeah, that's right. You better run. Let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> Flies away. <laughs> that's the ultimate life form on this planet. <clears throat> is Owl Polar Claw? Yeah. <laughs> you can fly. You fly perfectly silent. Owls are like perfectly silent when they fly. By the way. Yeah. Particularly, I think it's like barn owls or snowy owls. Mm. They've evolved to be extremely quiet because they're attacking things in the night, I guess. Mm. 
It was an interesting story about that. A friend's friend was um, walked through a graveyard at uh, after a night shift and um, got like attacked and his hoodie like ripped off of him and the back of his head was bloody and he turned around to like fight someone. Right. And nobody was there in a graveyard. He took out his phone to use the flashlight to look for his toque and it's gone and he touches the back of his head and he's bloodied and he's like saying hello there's no twig snapping there's no deer nothing all of a sudden you just see like two glowing eyes (laughs) fucking mothman right (laughs) and then eventually he saw in the paper that there's been an owl attacking people in the evenings and night for some reason nest nearby or like some an asshole owl i don't know right and he was like oh my god i wasn't my toque wasn't stolen and i wasn't attacked by a ghost and he'd been telling people that story for like like months and then he saw in the newspaper it's like oh owl's been like attacking people like particularly with hats and like toques and stuff and like flying off with them i'm like man that guy's got the most like lit nest (laughs) right like he's full of baseball caps and scarves and toques you survive you're, in the winter. Uh, your buddy should have just like thrown the newspaper to the ground and been like, fake news, it was a ghost. <laughs> Fuck you, it was a ghost. But think of how actually like scared you'd be in that moment. Oh, I'd be terrified. No sound, nothing. You just felt like somebody like punched you in the back of the head, like with something sharp or hit you with a baseball bat or something, right? I, and you I, turn around and nothing. Super I, I, quiet. I I would straight up be like I like this is some Blair Witch shit. I I would probably here's the thing. I'm a tough guy. I'd probably run out. I would <laughs> run. I this, oh, and it was a little like, bit snowy, and there were no footsteps except yeah. his. That's the part that like freaked him out. And it was kind of like that the crunchy snow where it's rained and melted a little bit, so yeah. you'd hear like someone walking in it. Right. Yeah, he was like super shook. And then when he like read that an owl's been like attacking people and taking like the hats off of, he's like, "Oh, thank God, I wasn't attacked by a Blair Witch." <laughs> <laughs> I would have just stuck with the ghost story, right? The but f- no, no, he it's ended a fun up being thing. Like, to, it would be a fun thing to tell people at like Halloween parties. But it makes sense that this is off. This is part of our laser comb, um, like uh, cinematic paranormal paranormal universe. Um, but like in hindsight, oh, okay. Of course it's kind of like an owl. They don't make any sound when they're, fl- when they fly, right. They have claws like an eagle. And so it was probably trying to scare him off and it got the hat caught in his, his toque and his claws. Cause it's trying to attack him and scare him away from his nest or whatever. Right. But like in the moment, if you don't know that owls are perfectly silent, right. And you don't hear it flapping. <laughs> you get feel like somebody just hit you in the back of the head. And then you're like, Tuke's gone and everything. Your first instinct isn't, oh, must have been an owl. <laughs> I was on uh, years ago with a friend of mine. I was on Newcastle Island, a little island in uh, Nanaimo's Harbor. Um, uh, me and a friend were like walking around. Like we were kind of drunk, but we were walking around like late at night. We actually had an owl following us. Oh, really? Yeah, because we we would hear him like the, him rustle through the trees, and then like and then like land on like a branch and like be looking down at us. And he was following us around for quite a while. Didn't attack oh, us. Oh, and he'd anything. like go from like tree to tree. Wait. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Owls are interesting. They either completely ignore your presence or like are completely fascinated with you. They're yeah. planning something. They're too, they're smart. They're as smart as they look. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> they're planning something. The, the mass toque, <laughs> the mass toque. Extra- okay. So most of the people watching this aren't Canadian. Yeah. Um, a toque is what we call uh, a knitted, uh, a wool cap or a beanie. beanie. Yeah. Yeah. It's what you uh, pull over your head and ears uh, when you're going out for a cold one, going for a rip. <laughs> well, speaking of going, uh, being out for a rip, uh, so Magmatron is like, okay, now that we got Ravage, uh, we need to, the, the Tri-Predic, the Tri-Predicus Council are going to be suspicious. Yes. Unless we complete our mission of securing Megatron. Woohoo! And they're like, right that's what we were sent here to do that's what we're here for right and i'm like what's the big deal like you plan on just marching back to cybertron with your army newly formed like beast uh, what's it gonna matter if you have megatron or not yeah like you're planning on just you're losing also another one they want to go back to cybertron with their army right right with their like what 20 new decepticons i don't know Um, how he thinks he's going to there's like maybe like 10 of them. Or I don't know. But here's the thing. He also is ordering them to go and hunt the Maximals. Yeah. Why not just leave? Yeah. You'd have more people. Like they just lost somebody to Crocodile. Yeah. Crocodillo. Uh, OG Megatron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, OG Megatron was an alligator or a crocodile. Yeah, I have the uh, I have the toy. He came in a two pack with uh, uh, the original Optimus Primal, which was a bat, mm-hmm. which um, is also Nix. Yeah, yeah. The, the that toy served as the inspiration for the character of Nix in the twenty twenty one IDW Beast Wars comic, which our favorite we Beast Wars finish. comic, which we will finish eventually. <laughs> and um, so we're we're on session three of a gathering. And I'm like, okay, so you came here to get more, um, uh, I was going to say Decepticons, uh, more um, Predacons, Predacons, right? Steal them from the maximal um, stasis stasis pods. Yep. Um, Just leave. The more of the rogue maximals and Razor Beast you hunt, the more men you lose, the more troops you lose. And if you try to go and grab Megatron, so it's like, why are you trying to save face when you're trying a coup? Yeah, when like as soon as you get back, you're just gonna like overthrow the Tripredicus Council anyway. So what does it matter if you go back there without Megatron? What they're gonna figure out like five seconds ahead of time that oh he's up to something. He doesn't have Megatron. That's he must weird. Be... He doesn't have Megatron. Just enough time <laughs> to shoot you. Oh, I have him right here behind me in the <laughs> bang. But like, I, I'm a, okay. We review Beast Wars shit. There's yep. a lot of plot holes in it. Can you guys try? Like, we're, we're fine with, we ignored so many tiny plot holes in War for Cybertron. <laughs> right? Like insignificant ones that it's like, okay, well, whatever. Moving on. Right. But like, the every every issue of this comic now has had like characters like just making baffling choices 
And like this one's like the weirdest. And it's like, oh, go out, fan out, find Razor Beast, kill his Maximals, kill Razor Beast, go and get Megatron, and we'll be back in the what's that fucking uh Shaun of the Dead meme? And we'll meet back at the Oh uh, uh, uh at the Winchester and have a pint and wait for this whole thing to blow over. Yeah. And to to further um, illustrate that frustration with this, uh, they activate a chronal shift so they can teleport back to Cybertron, but it's on a timer that can't be reversed or turned off. So everyone that's not back in time is going to be left on planet Energon. And it's like, why aren't you more organized, Magmatron? So you have half of the of the uh, Predacons hunting for Razor Beast and his like ragtag group of new Maximals. Yep. And the other half with Ravage on a secret mission. Yep. <clears throat> and like two dudes with him. And and then you put a count, a timer to, to get back. It's... Wouldn't it be better to gather all your men and then act? It's just a lazy way to try and create like the tension. It, drama. It, to build tension. Yeah, it's this I'm, is not I'm a not very well, it, man. This is not a very well written comic book. Um it's like it wants me to believe that he is very smart <laughs> um but then like can you do smart stuff uh, anyways so him and two of his boys are like come on we have to go shank megatron oh we have to go shank megatron yes um and they literally get like little like purple like fucking energon daggers it's fucking hilarious they go to like prison shank Megatron and this is when you find out they can interact with they 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 seemingly can change their like their like chronal phase at will when and they can interact with them they're not just like wisps and they can enter the timeline of the descent of the Predacons and Maximals shank Megatron they literally do that They've got like little like purple daggers and they like shiv prison shank them and knock them out. And then they put something on them, like a little bullshit chronal shifter device, whatever. Yeah. And they turn it on and Megatron and the Magmatron and the others like chronal shift back. And they did this all like 20 feet away from uh, Inferno, apparently. <laughs> Because he like literally turns around and he's like, my my queen, royalty, royalty, royalty. where are you? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they do that. Uh, we get this like kind of throwaway scene where we have like Ramulus and Wolfang, like basically just being antsy about hanging out at a cave instead oh, of doing things. Right. I forgot about that. I'm like, hey, cool. I love these two. Yeah, I love Wolfang. And they uh, don't they just they're just hanging out. Yeah. They're like, oh man, I don't like waiting here. What if the what if the Predacons find out how to how we get here? And on the next page it's like, and then we found a way to find the Maximals in a cave. And there's so many different locations. It's like now on the west end, now on the east end. I'm like, I don't know what's is Ravage going to find Ramulus? I, I will I will <laughs> say, um uh Wolfang looks really cool. He looks fucking sick. Both of them do. Like, like those I, are my I, favorites, and they're not even part of the fucking story. 
like I, I like the the look of his neck. His neck's got that kind of like RoboCop look to it. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's uh the uh, great um great uh work by the artist here. Oh, that's the thing. The art of these is fantastic. Um So to wrap the to wrap the uh comic up, there there's we, we a have, big energy signature coming. Yeah, yeah. So Magmatron and uh, his group are at this like teleporter device, and Megatron is just like sprawled out, like laying down, like he like passed out drunk or something. <laughs> so I guess these purple energy shivs, if you stab them into your neck, it knocks you out. Sure. Yeah. But it's yeah, just like the the way he's just like sprawled out on it. Yeah, just cracked starfishing right on on <laughs> top of this um like mini Stargate, which by the way he's way bigger than. Yeah, and I'm like, so they're how all the fuck... supposed to. <laughs> I was gonna say, how the fuck are they all gonna fit on there? Is this like this it's is gonna be love. this is gonna be like the the scene in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? <laughs> they're, they're like <laughs> all of them. Somehow there's eight people inside of one phone booth. Yeah, they're just like whoa. Oh, right, because it ends up being turned sideways in Bill and Ted. Yeah, and they end up like riding in it like a like a canoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Fuck, I brought that movie up a couple of times recently because I just watched it not too long ago. Uh, Yeah, rewatched it not too long ago. I fucking love that movie. (laughs) Yeah, me me too. When we have um, that's on our our list of uh, of. uh, commentary com- that's too much word. commentary too much brain fog <laughs> uh so so yeah so the uh the magmatron and the predacons are at this are at like uh rufus's phone booth and they're like he's like one of them is like lord magmatron we got a massive energy signature coming and a and- dude in a trench coat pops up and he's like ziggy says you can't phase back until you you meet Grimlock. <laughs> yeah, it, indeed, it's Grimlock. And he's like, me, Grimlock. And they're like, who are you? You are not Megatron. No, me, Grimlock. Which, uh... Me heard you casting for a movie. <laughs> <laughs> me, Grimlock, no gay, but 20 bu- Deceptibucks is 20 Deceptibucks. <laughs> I've been waiting all episode to make that joke, folks. <laughs> It's funny, though, because they're depicting Grimlock here as, like, a big white T-Rex who's kind of furry for some reason. Like, he looks like he's covered in fur. Um, I'm a fan of dinosaurs having feathers. But what I was going to say is odd is because the... the, And, indeed, like, G1 Grimlock was was a T-Rex. But there was a Grimlock toy in Beast Wars that was white. Uh, He was a Velociraptor. He was a redeco of Dinobot. Oh. And indeed, in War for Cybertron Kingdom, the toy line, they came out with a, a newer version of Grimlock. And indeed, it's a redeco of uh, Kingdom Dinobot. Oh. Well, there you so go. They, so they got him as a big white T-Rex here, but he's actually a little white... Uh, he's a pale uh, realistic, T-Rex-looking dude with... Um, realistic well, Velociraptor. He's kind of a T-Rex, except if you look at his feet, he's got like Velociraptor huge talons. Mm. Do the dinosaurs have large talons? <laughs> little uh, Napoleon Dynamite line. Um, so yeah, he's kind of a little bit of everything. 
Yeah. He's a dinosaur. He's a big old dinosaurus. And and I'm like, why, why is Grip? And I, it's supposed to be um, uh, like suspenseful, like, oh, geez, Grimlock's here. But I'm like, why the fuck is he here? What are you guys, what story are you guys telling? Just stop, please. <laughs> is he gonna, what is he gonna change into an eagle? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I love Grimlock, right? I'm glad that I'm interested to see what the last issue is, but it's like, I kind of want to see them all pile into the phone booth and try to. <laughs> oh, you know what? Let's put aside our differences, Razor Beast. Come join us. Jack, jump on the teleporter. And it's just this like big, like, um, cheerleader, like tower on top of like Megatron's fucking <laughs> body. And then last minute when they're counting it down, because they're trying to chrono shift back to fucking Cybertron, he wakes up and he's like, arr, 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 get off me. And the whole thing goes, whoa, whoa, ah, and like topples to the side and nobody goes back home. Megatron, don't forget to wind your watch. Don't forget to wind your watch. Nobody tells me what to <laughs> wind to. <laughs> we, uh... Scorponok, take a note. Oh, right, you're dead. <laughs> Good help is so hard to find. Well, that was uh, issue three of uh, Beast Wars The Gathering. Uh, here on uh, Too Much Energon, we rate, uh, right now we're rating comics on the uh, Too Much Energon scale, which ranges from not enough Energon to a sufficient amount of Energon to Too Much Energon. It's basically bad, okay, good. Uh, Cal, what are, you, what are you rating this issue? Uh, not enough Energon. Like a, a low amount of not enough Energon. Um, when my favorite part is just the art, a single frame art piece of Ramulus. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing happens where I'm like, oh yeah. It's just like I'm like Ramulus is here. He looks cool. We spent five Wolf, minutes Wolf. talking about how cool they look. Well Wolfang looks cool. Like looks they're really buddies, high. that's cool. Oh hey, yeah. it's Grimlock. Kind of looks like a, the Dinobot redeco, I guess. Or not. We we Well we, bye. <laughs> oh there's a big crocodile I think we, we get to see optimal Optimus, and we get to uh, see him go. Something's weird, and uh, we get and to then see nothing buff Cheetor. <laughs> sexy Cheetor, <laughs> stupid sexy Cheetor. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna echo that. Um, not enough Energon. Uh, there's too many stupid things in this comic. Now, also, too walking many things on are happening. Yeah, I'm so the, with that. I didn't even fucking notice that. <laughs> okay, so the last issue we complained that like nothing really happens in the comic. There's a lot going on in this issue, which says something about the, the pacing opposite of this effect. story. Yeah, it's like now on the north end, ooh, in the east sectors, in the south, and I'm like, I, why are you all splitting? I, I don't know what's going on. And there's so many yada 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 moments like Deus Ex, like one of whoever's with Razor Beast when they're infiltrating the uh, the Ark, they're like, oh, I, I sent a, a drone up a while back to distract them. Right. And I'm like, cool, I, I guess. I, what? Distract who? Why? What? Why are some of you hiding in a cave? I, yep. I'm not not paying attention to these, by the way. Like I'm, I'm reading them like page to page, like week to week. 
like we like beast wars <laughs> just here to shit on it but like no wonder i never no wonder i never heard of this <laughs> and and it's a shame too because like man the art yeah the art's great love it oh fuck it's it's real good and uh but that's that's the only thing so far (laughs) what are you gonna do what are you gonna do Uh, make jokes and post cheetor gifs yeah which there's a lot more than there used to be a year ago i must say (laughs) there's a lot more like I remember when we first started the podcast uh, a little over or two and a half years ago now. Um, when we first started the podcast, there was like maybe like five Beast Wars gifts, and you now really had d- to hunt for them. Now there are dozens of them. Yeah, and not just like um, uh, like Transformers Beast gifts specifically, Beast Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe like Kingdom War or War for Cybertron. I'm like, going to take credit for it. It's us. It's us. It's totally yeah. us. <laughs> it's us. <laughs> Specifically, too much Energon. Yeah. <laughs> it's where we're, we're, we brought Beast Wars back into the uh, public and consciousness. And Candace Santora. Yeah. It is us and Candace Santora's art. Yeah. <laughs> Dedicated Beast Wars <laughs> artist. And no one else. <laughs> not even Gary. No, not even Gary. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that has been uh, episode 104 of Too Much Energon. Best way to support the show, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B, where you get lots of stuff at the single $5 Gary tier. So if you want to get in on that, uh, go to patreon.com. Give a thanks to Gary. Give a Give thanks, a thanks to, to those gifts that are much more popular. <laughs> because uh, we're to thank for it. It only makes sense that you help a brother out. Right uh follow me on twitter at lasercomb spelled the same way l-a-z-o-r-c-o-m-b or you can follow the show proper at too much energon not spelled the same way or you can follow cal at at neocal n-e-o underscore k-a-l we will be back next week with episode 105 of too much energon where we're going to be talking about the gathering issue four the final issue can't wait can't wait to 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 be done with this i some people gotta die some people got a chronal shift if i don't get at least one weekend of bernie's reference and tossing <laughs> the issue out that's right i'm right clicking <laughs> <Clicking delete. delete. laughs> and then emptying my recycle bin right away <laughs> and clearing your history so you can't find the uh, the url to uh, nope. to re-download it. I don't even want to know. <laughs> uh, until then, I've been the Siege, one of your hosts, and I'm NeoCal. And until next week, uh, Beast Mode, Beast Mode, and uh, r- Trot Out. Beast Wars.